Here we are, episode five of Built for Better. Today I'm going to do a Q&A podcast and I've got Duncan in with me. So it was Duncan's idea that I do this Q&A podcast. So he's going to ask me the questions and I'm just going to give you a raw, um, quick, authentic answer that's not going to be cut. Um, yeah, and this is going to be something we're going to be doing every five episodes. Before we get started, let's roll the intro. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I've gotten you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. Wasted energy spending the pace for every hour of waste. I need an escape to center me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door. But time's a currency. I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I don't mean to be rude. But this scene ain't for me. Like your mom's seeing your nudes. Here we are. Q&A podcast number one. It's an idea that you give me that I've actually put into use. You give me lots of ideas. You're constantly um, calling me with a new idea that you think I could use in the gym or, or in life. I think you got a little bit too much thinking time in your job. I think so. I think you might be right there. Um, I guess travelling like 100Ks each way to work, like there is plenty of thinking time. Like how do you normally fill in your time when you're driving? Yeah, like I've got like 10 hours a week of full-on just straight thinking time if i really wanted it but um i've been on the podcast train for years now like i've been joe rogan advocate and then whoever i can find yeah i like joe rogan but i really struggle to listen to his podcast i feel like they just go for a little bit too long and just ramble on just a little bit yeah absolutely but i've got more than enough time to listen to that ramble yeah but i guess it's that long form discussion thing that we're all not used to um that if you would just take the like, just let them let the professionals talk about that what they want to talk about, and then just you don't have to do anything with it. Just listen to it and then process it how you want. You know, I'm not going to go and listen to you know five of his mate comedians talk about rubbish, but there is some good people on there, some sleep experts, some some um, psychology experts that I really enjoy. Yeah, I normally just wait like the people I follow on social media. If he puts up a good episode, I just wait for a screenshot on that. And if you see like two or three of them, you know it's a good episode, then I flick it on. But I mean, he records one every single day, doesn't he? Every, every day. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there's bound to be um, some rubbish, lots of there. some rubbish, but lots of good stuff if you're talking to the people he's talking to every single day. Yeah. But I mean, Joe Rogan now is not what he was, you know, like six and 12 months, 18 months ago. He's sort of fallen off a bit, which I think is, you know. Um, there's a lot more people in the podcast industry and you know talent will rise to the top yeah like i mean it's finding someone that you resonate with a little bit isn't it like there's so many knowledgeable podcasts out there that i know people listen to that have really good content but i just struggle to keep i guess interested or engaged in the chat just because i don't know yeah but that would all come in time too like i've got time to listen to an hour straight You've got time to probably listen to, what, 15 minutes here and there? So it's it's really, yeah. Yes, yeah, I mean, sometimes I wish I had longer to drive to work. I've literally at work in less than two minutes, yeah. so there's not enough time to flick something on. But um, in the same token, I'm glad I'm not travelling an hour to work every single day too. Yeah, that's right. We're going to jump in. So this, um, this Q&A podcast, let's not go into who asks the questions. Um, I think doing that will encourage more people to send their questions through in the future. Um, so you're going to ask the question, I'm going to give you the answer, and then I'll f- throw it back to you, I guess, to see if you've got anything to add. Yeah, no worries. Right, uh, question one, thoughts on juicing fresh fruit and veg? 
Yeah, it's something I've done a lot of in the past. The problem with um, juicing fresh fruit and veg is you're taking out the fiber and essentially only getting the calories from, I guess, the fruit or the veg. With the veg, it isn't such a problem because veggies are um, so low in calories. But with fruit, you've got to be careful. Like if you put three or four oranges in it, you are adding quite a few calories and i mean it is sugar it is natural sugar um but adding calories through drinks um you should be careful of like i mean you're definitely better off to juice your own oranges than go and buy orange juice from the shop um but if weight loss is the goal you can be adding a lot of calories that you're probably not quite aware of did that answer that do you think yeah all right yeah i've never done it personally but um, I've you know heard a few people, and then you just I'm always a bit um, uh, judgmental as say when you see it in the um, in the supermarket, it just doesn't look appetising to me. Yeah, when Melissa was actually in hospital um, having Louis, like they got a selection of stuff that they could choose from for breakfast, and apple juice was one of them. Like, had a four-star health safety rating on it, but when you actually flip it over, it was crazy how much um, sugar was in it. Right, question two. How do you find motivation when you need it? Yeah, like, it's a hard one. I guess it's it comes back to your goal. What is your goal? And it's got to motivate you, but not every single day are we going to be motivated to achieve our goal. I think it's important to attach a really strong why to your goal. So for instance, if you want to lose 10 kilos, why do you want to lose that 10 kilos? Is it to make work easier? Is it to make getting out of bed easier? Is it to, um, I don't know, um, make running around with your kids easier? Because when you attach a strong why, when you get home from work and you're tired and you think, oh, I don't want to go to the gym today, thinking about your goal, for instance, saying like, I want to lose 10 kilos, that doesn't motivate you to go to the gym. But if you think of your why as in, why am I going to go to the gym today? Well, my why is because I want to be able to run around with my kids or I'm really struggling to get out of bed or my work day's hard, I'm lacking energy, then you might be more inclined to, I guess, go to the gym or eat healthy or do whatever you're struggling with. So I think um, you've got to have a goal. Like I find life without a goal, you're not really living life at all because we're made to continually progress. So we want to have a goal, but then with that goal, we want to attach a why. And from that why needs to motivate us to do what we need to do. And if I'm being totally honest, like I've been in a little bit of a, like a slump the last month. Um, I guess Eli had hand, foot and mouth and was, was not sleeping at all. And that led straight into... Um, Louis being born and again like um, sleep with that was a little bit of a downer so um, like don't think that I'm always motivated like I honestly don't think there's anyone in this world that's motivated every single day Um, but today's a Sunday like I really find that if you can plan your your week ahead on a Sunday so like today for instance is a Sunday I've mapped out what I'm gonna what I've got to do this week um, Melissa's been to the shop. Um, we'll prep some food so that the week's easy. So I think um, when you're lacking motivation, you need to be prepared as well. How did I go answering that? Do you think? 
Yeah, no, that um, that answered it for me. Um, do you want to just recap quickly? Yeah, what was the question again? How do you find motivation when you need it? Yeah, so I think you've got to have a goal and then you've got to attach a why to that goal. And that why has got to be really important to you. From there, you need to do what's um, really going to help you during the week. So I find on a Sunday, if I map out what I need to do for the week and then I'm I've got that plan in my head of how I'm going to attack it. And, you know, things like having groceries, like we've been and got groceries, having food prep, so that, that it, taking that healthier option is a lot easier, I guess. And then um, from there, your motivation is just basically sticking to the plan. Yeah, like, I mean, motivation, we're not always going to have it, but when we're lacking motivation, if we've got a strong why to fall back on, that should give us the motivation we need to kick ourselves in the backside to get to the gym or to eat healthy or or to whatever your goal is. Yeah, 100%. Question three, is there any exercise that burns belly fat, gets a flatter stomach quicker? Unfortunately, there's no specific exercise that is going to um, take fat from your stomach. Um, the key, I love saying it, is you can't out-train a bad diet. And the key with this is consistency. The compounding effect of eating good will help you lose um, body fat. So exercise, um, you want to be under a structured plan, I guess, but the key is resistance training. Most people think, oh, we want to go for a walk or we want to ride our push bike, which is really good. The problem with that is as soon as you um, get home from your walk or you get off your push bike, you essentially stop burning. The key with resistance training, and when I say resistance training is, I guess, weight training, um, doesn't have to be heavy weight training, is you're putting stress on your muscles. And then for that night, the next day, your muscles are trying to repair itself and in turn your body's working overtime um, to repair their muscles, which is um, also, I guess, putting more stress on our body and burning fat. It always seems to be the last place that you lose it. Yeah, like where we want to lose it, like our bellies or our thighs or our backsides, it's normally the last place to go. It usually comes in your face first. Yeah, face, and then with ladies, like um, don't like losing it off their um, breasts, but it's kind of the first place to go as well. Right. Um, Question four. It's a nutrition one as well. Um, What's your thoughts on nutrition? I'm struggling to find a balance and I'm not getting the results I want. Yeah, so the key with nutrition is I guess you need to follow a plan and you need to be eating food that you like to eat. So if you're not getting the results, obviously you're eating too many calories. So to lose weight, we need to be in a calorie deficit. Now that doesn't mean that you go and eat, say, a 1,000 calories, for instance. You, when you're um, in a calorie deficit, you can still eat a lot of food but it's eating the right food. And you can't go and eat 1,500 calories Monday to Friday, but then go and eat 3,000 on a Saturday um, and think that it's going to be okay because then you're just back to square one. Calories work over a week, so our weekly average um, needs to be under our baseline to lose weight. Um, What was the question again? What's your thoughts on nutrition? I'm struggling to find a balance and I'm not getting the results I want. Yeah, so finding a balance, it's going back to foods that you like to eat. And I touched on a little bit before in that last question. It's um, having food prepared. So if that food's ready and easy to grab, you're more inclined to eat it. Like I know on a Saturday morning um, after training, we always go for a coffee. When I've got food at 
home prepared. I'm not even really thinking about food at the at the coffee shop, but when I've got nothing at home, I'm really looking at that menu thinking what can I eat. So like if you've got food at home prepared, you're more inclined to make that better choice. Now, it is all about balance. I am all about flexible dieting. If you're going to eat something that's not so good for you, make it something that you enjoy. Like if you're at a friend's for dinner and they're having cheesecake for dessert and it's not really something that you like, maybe you don't eat that just because they're having it. But if in saying that, if it is something you really like, then have it and enjoy it. You know, like if you go to the pool and you want like a magnum, for instance, and that's what you enjoy and then that's your treat for the week, have that and enjoy it. If you like burgers, have a burger, um, but then straight back on track. Just because you eat something bad on a Saturday afternoon, for instance, don't ride off a Sunday. Get up Sunday morning back to the healthy breakfast, um, healthy lunch, etc. Um, I guess it goes back into the question about finding your why. Um, and then that's why you're going to eat well as well. Did yeah. I answer that? Okay. Yeah, definitely. I remember back there was an event on in town and you were sort of coaching the um, the clients through a, I don't know, was it an eight-week challenge or something? And basically you were just saying like, you know, this event is going to happen. You're all going to go. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but I think least, it was show ball. Yeah, at least like do one thing and then prepare the breakfast for the next morning. Yeah, like go out, have a good night, have your drinks, do what you're going to do. But the next day, bang, up. Don't write it off. Yeah, straight back on track. Don't write off two days because you're going to do one. Yep, this is a, um, this is a pretty standard um, question for a, um, in a lot of different industries, I would say. This is the last question. How do you find your work-life balance? Yeah, it's something that I definitely struggle with. Um, I'm very lucky that Melissa is so supportive. Um, that really helps. Um, I guess for her now, it's like not just getting up and getting Eli ready. She's got um, Eli and Louie. Um, and, you know, the mornings and the nights are the hardest and it's I'm not home at either of them two times. In saying that, um, I am home a little more now than I ever have been. Um, I've got some really good staff. I've got Kelly, I've got Caleb and I've got Morgan that are very helpful. Um so that I do get a morning and an afternoon off every now and then, which is which is um, Melissa's very thankful for. Um, but yeah, um, I guess I love what I do. That's what makes it a little bit easier. Um, I know the clients really rely on me, and I, I really love working with them. So like, I love what I do. So it's a lot harder to answer. And I have Melissa that's really supportive, so that helps as well. So just because you're home doesn't mean, like, back 10 years ago, you're not at work, so you're at home. That, that's, you know, that makes sense. But now with technology, you can be at home, but you can be working. So how do you manage that part of your work-life balance? Yeah, like, honestly, the amount of hours I punch out is pretty ridiculous. But, again, I love what I do. Like, I'm constantly on my computer at home my phone is constantly beeping i can't remember what it was but i posted a photo of how many um messenger messages i had over the course of a week um a couple of months back and it was crazy but i love that my clients reach out to me to ask them questions and i love that i can check in with them to see where they're at and and yeah like uh, melissa's very supportive you know like and I do know that I do need to be a little bit more present with my family, like when Eli's up and you are on your phone and, you know, posting on social media three times a day, like that's quite an effort as well. Um, trying to do Instagram stories, trying to do all of this. But, 
yeah, I guess it comes back to I've got really good support and simply love what I do. But I guess like that, that in itself is you understanding that you're sometimes on your phone is a good enough observation of yourself that, you know, you need to check, like not need to change as such, but... Um, oh, yeah, no, I definitely do. It's like a good I know. observation to understand. Like um, it sort of really terrifies me, like the technology, the way, and the way it's going and, you know, how much people can rely on such a, um, such a device. Yeah, like I know I'm on it too much. Like I've got my work desk or station, I guess, set up out the back now, um, which is really helpful. Like it does help me separate it, and I do love being out here. In saying that, there is a times where I am set up inside, and yeah, things have. Uh... How do you find that? Like you work eight to ten hour days every day plus two hours travel each way plus have a young family like how do you find the balance that's probably a good question for you as well um <clears throat> it's it's a tough one because i like to not do any work at home so um when i get home oh that's completely sort of home time i listened to a podcast a few months ago and um he, he just suggested that he has a certain service station where he pulls over and he puts his phone away and then oh, I don't know whether he turns it off or puts it away. But from that service station, from there to home, he thinks about how he can improve um, or how he can influence the, that, that evening at home. He said it only takes eight minutes, but the eight minutes of no stress of talking on your phone or um, eight minutes of thinking about how you can ask how your wife's day was or how your kid's day was, like Winnie's in kindergarten now and like she's learning something new every day so for me to not ask is like yeah it seems pretty crazy it's easy to do too isn't it it's so easy to do yeah 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 that's a good little tip i guess um and i just read 5am club and it had the um perfect morning and perfect night routine like to get a good night's sleep and how to set yourself up for the perfect day and i think it was till 8 a.m you weren't supposed to touch your phone and your phone was supposed to go down at 6 p.m and not be touched for the rest of the night which um something i haven't nailed yet but it's something that i would like to try in the future but then i don't know maybe it's just like it's just little things like i can schedule my social media posts so it happens automatically so it's things like that that you can actually do and I mean, like, if someone really needs me, they know where I live. Like, I don't need my phone. Like, I don't take my phone to my bed anymore. That's been a big one. And I really have noticed how much better I sleep. Um, a lot of people said to me, oh, but I use it for my alarm clock. I went and bought a $20 alarm <laughs> clock. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, it's just a more um, actioning what that idea is. And then, like, I'm the same now. I have my phone at the end of the bed rather than... Um, have it right beside me and um, I don't know whether it's made a huge difference or not but it's sort of something that's testing it out giving it a go I know a few weekends like where I would normally have rolled over and like flicked on the social media like your phone's not there so it kind of eliminates that as well and I've actually gone back to sleep so (laughs) that even pays dividends you had to actually get up and do something which is yeah for sure you had a few little one-liners for me didn't you uh yes a couple of Q&A's of my own Radio, favorite good food. Um, it's a hard one. Like, I really like lamb as a meat. That's probably my favorite meat that I've been eating a lot of the night. Um, 
getting quite expensive though. Melissa just bought a lamb roast today and she said it was like 40 bucks. So she's like, we might have to slow down on the lamb. Um, Melissa just did a um, really good chicken slow cooker that like pulls apart. Like it's just chicken only with a bit of spices in it. So that'd be up there too. Um, other than that, I've been really enjoying salad lately more than veg. So I'd say just, um, I normally mix it between salad and veg, but yeah. Yeah, you're pretty strict on Yeah, like yeah, I am like, pretty strict, but not all the time either. Yeah, uh, favourite bad food. Favourite bad food. I've actually been on the burgers lately. Hamburger would probably be my... I thought you would have said lollies for sure. Yeah, they went back in the day. Yeah, I used to love me lollies. I guess I still do, but I'm trying to avoid them. Yep, favourite power lift in the gym? Power clean for sure. Oh, power clean, squat clean. Either of the two. Favourite movement exercise in the gym? Yeah, I've been on the couch stretch a lot lately, so I've really been trying to free up my hip flexors and my quads. So I'd say couch stretch, followed by Jefferson Curl. What's what's your most motivating thing to see as a coach? Clients getting results. Um, clients doing what they tell you they're going to do, I guess, is what leads to results. Like I have lots of clients tell me, um, I guess, what they'd like to achieve, but doing the work required to achieve that is hard and it does take sacrifice. So I just really love seeing clients get results or the results they want. That's kind of what I'm really passionate about. And it's taken me a lot to really understand, but some people just really want to just come and train for one hour a day and forget about what they've done, um, where some clients do want to lose 10 kilos, which it's getting that balance. But then I know there is still clients that want to lose 10 kilos that aren't getting the results. Um, so it's for me, I'm constantly thinking about how I can help them climb get their better results favorite holiday destination manly for sure in australia i love manly um that's because you've got a uh, romantic uh, experience <laughs> yeah we did get engaged there actually but um no i could go to manly literally every three months i just love the place um i used to really love thailand but i really enjoyed bali when i was there not that i've done a heap of overseas travel but yeah, I'm looking forward to the LTF Bali retreat and mm, taking my good. clients back to um, Bali. So, yeah. Right, these three as quick as you can. Favourite book? 5am Club. Favourite brother? <laughs> I love them both. <laughs> Favourite podcaster? Uh, Ice Project. I really like Isaac John. I really resonate with him. And as soon as I see one of his podcasts drop, I'm on it. Straight on it, yeah. Yeah. He's very relevant. It's that New Zealand accent I reckon does a lot for him. Yeah, he calls himself the New Zealand Gary V. I love Gary, but I really struggle to listen to him where I can really listen to Isa. Slightly aggressive, isn't he? I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spending a pace for every hour of wait. I need an escape to center me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door, but time's a currency. I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I don't mean to be rude, but this scene ain't for me. Like your mom's seeing your nudes. Thanks for listening, guys. If one of these questions resonated with you or you liked my answer and it somewhat helped you, could you screenshot this and put it on your Instagram story? Uh, One of these questions might help one of your friends and it helps me spread uh, this podcast. Also, I love reading the reviews, so if you jump on iTunes and could leave me a review, that'd be really good. Thank you.